Uh, we wanted to acknowledge the fact that, um, duh, it's Mother's Day. Yeah, we we are both mothers, and yes. we, as mothers do, forget. Yes. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> totally spaced on the fact that this episode comes out on Mother's Day, and Mother's Day is important. Moms get yeah. forgotten about a lot, we and do. we also forget a lot of things. So yep. um, I personally want to thank my mom for... Well, being my mom, of course, but also she's like a huge supporter of the show, like one yeah. of the biggest supporters. And I don't know what I would do without my mom. Um, I love you, mom. And happy Mother's Day. I would sing you a song, but um, fortunately, I inherited your voice. Yeah. So yeah, Th- thank you for I don't I don't want to lose more listeners. So Ugh. that would not be good. Yeah. Thank you. And thank you to my mom. Um You've been my rock this last, like, six months. I mean, you've always been my rock, but... (laughs) It's been a rough year. (laughs) It's been a rough year, and I don't know what I would do without you. So um, thank you for supporting us and being awesome. And happy Mother's Day to all the rest of the moms. Yes. it ain't easy, but it's... It's easy. I I know we don't talk about our kids a lot. It's because this is a true crime and paranormal podcast. It's not a mom podcast, but, you know, we love our babies. And we may vent about them every now and then or joke (laughs) about them on the podcast, but... And that, I, I will say not just moms. What about those dads that are, like, playing the double yeah, role? So, yeah. So, uh, absolutely thank you for all the parents that have to play that mom role because it's not easy. Yes. Hope you're kicking back and drinking your mamosa, as I like to call them. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. that noise is that the wind yeah is that your gutter yeah but it was like such like a rhythmic sound yeah sounded like like someone was manipulating something yeah but it's yeah the wind's really bad that's weird i thought so too how many times are we gonna try to start this episode hey guys this is what's with the neighbors our true crime paranormal podcast and i'm brie and that's that's Amy over you there. Up. Sorry. It's uh, okay. That's Amy. That's Brie. It's okay. Sorry. It's all right. So, um, this <laughs> is episode 33, and we're not going to be awkward anymore. Uh, Amy is no longer dying. <gasps> no, I'm not. Yes, guys. Amy was sick, as you saw that we posted on Facebook. Yeah. And um, even though she was sick, she still came through. I I'm posting things. Better. Yes, thank you. I She's, didn't post stuff. You did. You no, but you you edited I, stuff. Well, and you yeah. Did stuff. Well, I was I was feeling okay yesterday. Shut up. Stop. I know. I'm sorry. Yes. Okay. Do you have a neighborhood story? Yeah, I do. Let's um, hear oh, it. And good because my phone's gonna die. So I'm glad I'm going first. So this is. Uh, I'll show you the picture after. But it says thousands of people plan to attend a barbecue in front of the home of a vegan Australian woman who took her neighbors to court over the smell of meat <gasps> cooking in their backyard. All that steak. <laughs> oh. That's like a lot of try That's a straight up eat shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would absolutely i'd be like i can do whatever i want you yeah know, this, this is, is my backyard it's a free country i'm not 
cooking up humans back here. Yeah. I'm, or are you? Or are you? Okay, so can I go first? Sorry. So I realized this week that I haven't done one from California yet. <gasps> you haven't. Yeah. And I was <gasps> like, ooh, I want to do a really cool one. Yeah. And I didn't even look in the book. But after looking in the book, I realized I covered, I'm covering the one that I, that you put in the Knock book for. Knock it off. So I'm doing the Queen Mary. Because that's a really cool, it's a really cool ship. Oh, what that one, that one, I, um, that one. <laughs> Today, Junior. Is that the one that you wanted to go to? Like you're like, I do wa- you want to go to, I think you and your mom were talking about wanting to go to that one. I time. definitely want to go to it, but it might not have been that one. I definitely want to go to it. Maybe we've talked about you wanting to go to it before. Probably. I don't know. This is awkward. So far, it's an awkward episode. So, let's get into the history. You ready? No. Come sail away. Come sail away. Come sail away with me. Um, That was beautiful. Okay, so the Queen Mary, wow, okay. which is now located in Long Beach, California... Uh, but was actually built in a shipyard located in Clydebank, Scotland, under the ownership of a British cruise line based in England. Oh. So, I know it's a long, but it was originally, like, in Britain. A cruise so. ship? Yes. And now it's the Queen Mary. It is. It was the Queen Mary then, too. It was a oh. cruise ship. Yeah. Uh, okay. I don't know the history about it, apparently. Um, I thought it was, like, a Navy SEAL ship. I eat. I'll get to it. Okay. So it took three and a half years to actually finish. Like this boat took forever because the time that it was built, the Great Depression happened. So they had lots of setbacks. But once it was finished, COVID. Yeah, that's that's like the Great Depression (laughs) now. It's like everything, the reason that everything's delayed COVID. The Great Depression. That was their that was Sorry. their COVID. Yep. Um, <clears throat> so once it was finished, the final cost came down to 3.5 million pounds, which equals to about 4.8 million uh, in today's U.S. dollars. In today's? Yeah. Dang. So it's a pretty expensive boat. All that time and money was worth it because it ended up being the fastest and most powerful ship in the ocean, even more powerful and Better than the Titanic. I was just going to ask if it, so, what it compared to the Titanic. She was badass. Well, she clearly survived. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there was no icebergs in her way. <laughs> there were some other ships, but you'll find out. <laughs> oh, okay. So she got her name, obviously, by the Queen Mary, but legend has it is that they actually intended on it to be named after um, Queen Victoria. So at the time, King George, he was, like, funding it. Mm -hmm. And so they went to him with the idea of the name being Queen Victoria. And they're like, okay, well, we want the boat to be named after the greatest queen that Britain has had. He's like, oh, my God, you want her named after my wife, Queen Mary? Oh, no, this is awkward. And they're just like, okay. Yeah. You paid for it. Sure, that's what we meant. She's the greatest queen ever. That's awesome. Oh, that's so awesome. This (laughs) whole episode. (laughs) Everything is awkward. Awkward. Everything is awkward. (laughs) Um, So she finally, Queen Mary... Finally made her first voyage in May of 1936, uh, serving as a host to the world's most famous and glamorous individuals. Oh. Including the Duke and Duchess of Windsor, Bob Hope, Fred Astaire, Audrey Hepburn, and and even Winston Churchill. 
Bob Hope the Pope? No, Bob Hope was not a Pope. Bob Hope was a comedian. He did, like, comedy for USO, and he was an actor, too. He was before our time, but he was great. Only reason I know who he is is because... I thought he was a Pope. The podiatrist he used to work for, like, saw him. He was his podiatrist. Winston Churchill's like, whew. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That was a big individual. Okay, sorry. God, Josh, pay attention. Sorry. My kids still have the doorbell. Um, so in 1939, World War II broke out and the ship was transformed into a troop ship that was known as the Grey Ghost. So gotcha. okay. the warship, increasing its capacity from 2,410 to 5,500. Because why not just cram them in like yep. sardines? Yep, yep, yep. You know what it is? It's just probably like, go ring the doorbell. <laughs> She's still ringing it. She's like, okay. <laughs> She's going to be there for hours. Um, it's pure entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, so she actually set the record for carrying the most people on a floating vessel oh, and geez. ended up being over 15,000 people, like at one, like at one time, I guess. Um, on the, the yeah, at the same time, I, I'm, I'm guessing that's what it is. Like if you set a record, then I would assume so. Oh my gosh. So during this time, she was not only the place where the order for D-Day was signed, where Winston Churchill did no that, way. but she actually like participated in, it, in the invasion. Wow. Towards the end of the whole war, she transported more than 22,000 war brides and their children to the U.S. and Canada, calling it the Bride and Baby Voyages. So she... Did a lot of good. She did a lot of good. After the war, she was refurbished, refurbished and went back to its luxury cruises by mm-hmm. July of 1947. So she's like, gotta go to work. Yep. Sorry. Bye. Bye. I'm back. Here I am. I'm ready to work again. Gotta go do my thing. Yeah. So by the 1960s, cruises were so out and air travel was so in. In the 60s? Yeah. Like, they were affordable then. Gotcha. So, like, you know, I, I know, like, my grandma and other individuals that were a little bit older, a lot older than me, would talk about how, like, air travel back in the day, like, you would dress up. Oh, yeah. And, like, actually go on a flight and, like, get, a like, a big course meal and stuff like that. But now it's just, like, you go in there on your comfy, in your comfy clothes and go where you're going. Um, so that's what that kind of was. They also probably had more seats back or room yeah. back then because yeah. now they try to cram as many people like, as possible. Why, why, like, why are you going to dress up and go on a plane just so you can go to your destination? Like, oh, let's get all fancy and get on the plane. And I don't know. I just think that's silly. I bet they have I'm going to sleep the whole time. I know. Please don't talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> Wake me up if they have the biscuits, Shut the crying but... baby up. Sorry, everybody. That's me. Uh <laughs> So, like 1930s, you know? You're the, the crying baby. Yeah, my child is yes, the crying baby. Yes. Or me, you know? Depends on how bad the turbulence is. I just is. wanted to reiterate that you weren't telling people that you were telling people that you are the crying baby. The person saying, shut your crying baby. Oh, up. no, I am definitely not. You're I am the baby the, crying. I am the baby crying. I am the person that everybody hates on the plane. I apologize. So, uh, 
after this, since she wasn't being used for all these big cruises, she would be used for shorter cruises to islands. Um, but since there was like no AC or like luxury pools on board, it died down pretty quickly. Oh. And her duty came to an end in 1967. Sorry, I thought I'd already said 19... God dang it. Allie, stop breaking the doorbell. I'm getting notification after notification. You're fine. Um, so her... <laughs> Still going off. Her duty came to an end in 1967, and she was sold for $3.45 to the city of Long Beach, California, to serve as a museum and even a hotel. Oh, wow. She made her 1,001 and final voyage across the Atlantic. She traveled across the Atlantic 1,001 times and has been permanently docked in California ever since 1967. Jeez. So, as I always say... Is she in the ocean still? Or yes. did they, they, like... Yes. Oh, yeah. So she's permanently docked yep. at a dock. Yeah, my dad had said that she was probably like like welded or something to the area, so she can't like move. That makes sense. Okay, so as I always say, in order to have some hauntings, we have to have some deaths. Yee! So since she set sail, there have been 55 reported deaths, 16 of them crew and 41 passengers. Oh my gosh. On the Queen Mary. She wasn't um, very good at keeping the people alive. Right? I, I mean... She went through a lot, so not too bad. Well, On I the Queen Mary, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> some of them were relating to natural deaths. Um, a lot of them were related to natural deaths. Sure. So, like, passengers, like, dying in their bedrooms or whatever. Um, and, like, their, like, normal 1900s ship maintenance shit stuff. And even war. Um, most deaths that I found, like I said, were natural or even unknown. So, I'm just going to go over all the, like, traumatic ones. Okay. Kind of traumatic ones. Okay, this is a long list. Oh, boy. So 1936, a, I'm just going to say the last name, a Golding died from a skull fracture. In oh. 1945, a Stock, only, <laughs> who was only 17, accidentally drank some acid, thinking it was gin and poisoned himself. How do you accent? Yep. Uh, 1951. Why is her acid just sitting out there? Yeah, like, oh, <laughs> let me drink some acid. By right by the glasses. <laughs> a uh, Lee died going overboard. 1959. A Boyland also died going overboard. 1966. A McCarthy suffered from an accidental fall. 1966. A J. Petter who was only 18 at the time, was crushed to death by a water weight door, which is door number 13, located in the engine room. He was found. This is just detailed. He was found with his arms pinned to his side. He was taken to the hospital ward, showing signs of crushing injuries to his arms, chest, and pelvis, oh and he was bleeding from his nose. He was injected with morphine, but died shortly after. They probably, like, knew it was coming. They're like, yeah, this guy's going to die. Let's just get, put him out of his misery for pain. Yeah. Which is sad. Uh, so in 1945, an Ashburn, you who was a U.S. Navy, I'm assuming he died while he was serving on it, huh. um, went overboard in 1950. Another man went overboard. And I didn't get the year for this one, but there was an accidental death from a Boothman, Miss mm -hmm. F. Boothman. And I put question mark, question mark, question mark, because it was the only one that said accidental. And I'm like, hmm, accidental or not? A.K.A. Murder. Murder. 
So now while being used in the war, we're going to talk about some more murders or deaths, not murder. Eh, depends uh, on how you look at it. Yeah. Um, now depends while being on what used, side you're on. Right, exactly. <laughs> now while being used in the war, um, the Queen Mary was carrying 10,000 troops and was sailing in a zigzag pattern to avoid sub attacks. Um, both the Queen Mary and another ship, the HMS Caruso, Caruso thought they had the right of way. But the Queen, I'm pretty sure the Queen Mary was in the wrong. Um, and they sliced right through the ship like butter, is what it said as the... Smooth like butter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like legit. Like, the report of the guy who, who put it on, like, because they went to court for it. But the guy, one of the guys who was on the Queen Mary reported that it was like butter, that it just went right through. And they were going about 25 knots, which I think that's like... I read online it's like 28 miles an hour for a car. But, like, if you're on water and you're, like, this huge-ass ship, then that's pretty fast. Um, and at the time, due to safety measures, they were not supposed to stop to help survivors. <gasps> so it killed, like, 300 people on the other boat. I'm pretty sure the, the other – I'm pretty sure everyone on the Queen Mary was fine, too. But I'm not 100%, so don't quote me. Bro. 300 people that they could – now, why why am I telling you this about the other ship? Well, we're talking about deaths. And, you know, those souls could very well be on the Queen Mary today. So, I don't know. Oh, Maybe. sorry. Sorry. I you're fine. Should have asked you My that. My little fun little tidbit. It's fun. Okay, so that's all I have for that part. Ugh. So, let's get into the little ghosties. You said that the story wasn't funny, and I find it hilarious. <laughs> I find death very funny. It's <laughs> <laughs> stop it you're gonna hurt yourself <laughs> stop it so over the if, past- I if i laugh like that with my chest <laughs> it's not as bad as when i do my sorry. So sorry i'll just start laughing Can like you, that. you're gonna make me laugh every time you laugh like that it sounds so fake <laughs> stop <laughs> So over the past 60 years, the Queen Mary has had as many as 150 known spirits walking the ship. Holy crap. Yeah, that's a lot. In the engine room, which is said to be a hotspot for activity, uh, where the famous door number 13 that crushed the men. Right. Is the area, is an area where a man in blue coveralls sporting a beard has been seen walking the length of the shaft alley, then disappearing by the door. Oh my gosh. The same man has supposedly been heard whistling, seen wandering the halls looking for a wrench, and some have reported spots, like having spots of greasy fingerprints on their faces. Ew. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. It's like, him touch your face. Ew, don't touch my face. <laughs> don't your touch greasy, my greasy, nasty hands. hands. Go wash your hands. Uh, where there used to be the first and second class swimming pools, I guess they're now closed. Um women have have often been seen appearing in 1930s style swimsuits wandering the decks near the pool and some have reported sounds of splashing and seen wet footprints going to the changing rooms <gasps> ew no i don't like that <laughs> yeah i know that freaks me out lastly in in that same swimming area i think this is in the second class swimming area a young girl holding a teddy bear has been seen specifically Aww. oh never mind specifically in the first class swimming area i wrote it there uh um another okay. thing in the second class swimming room the 
a spirit of another little girl named, they believe who was named Jackie, who drowned in the pool Jackie. back in the day, has been heard laughing. <gasps> it's a child. I know. Ew, children. I Ew. have children. I love them. Children. I don't like children souls i they shouldn't be laughing no, no. always be serious and be serious be. but at the same time no just don't just just, just don't hide. be there yeah in the queen's salon aka the mayfair room a beautiful woman in an elegant white uh evening gown has been seen dancing by herself in the shadows of the corner oh. of the room why is that that's so also, sad that's creepy to me yeah uh there's a room called stateroom b 340 in 1948 a british third class passenger walter j Adm- adamson passed away in the room and details of his death are unknown uh-huh. in 1966 a woman staying in that room reported she that she woke up when the bed covers were pulled off of her and she saw a man standing at the foot of her bed she screamed and called for a staff member but apparently he had vanished into thin air Oh, my gosh. Fun times. Uh, Years later, guests staying in that room have reported hearing someone knocking on the door in the middle of the night and seeing bathroom lights mysteriously turn on and off. Uh, Even the hotel's maids started complaining that they would find the bathroom water running even when no one had stayed in the room for days. Oh, my. One reported that the bed covers were pulled right off after she had put them on. (gasps) That's so mean. I know, it's like having a kid. Do it kid. again, it's not good enough. Like having a kid or a cat. <laughs> the room was closed temporarily and reopened to those thrill seekers looking for a night of paranormal fun. What did you say in that room? Um, it, they, the, the report said that they're not like really malicious or anything. They're just, they just do things. So maybe. I would. I would definitely stay on this boat. I would say that. So far, you have not said no to anything <laughs> that you have covered. Maybe if I... Except it, for the exorcist room. House. A thousand percent if I had someone with me, yes. Okay. Not by myself. Especially my daddy. <laughs> Maybe my mom. My mom, like... My mom makes me not scared, too. But my dad really makes me not scared. <laughs> but he also my... He you up. He can't... But my dad really loves paranormal stuff. So, I don't know. He kind of would make it worse, I feel like. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> Did you hear that? You, the first time I ever went to the dentist, this guy scared the crap out of me. How? He's like, it's going to hurt so bad. They're going to give so you many. so many shots. Like, it was the first. And I'm like, dude, you're traumatizing me. <laughs> He's so good at working you up. But in but in the best and the worst ways. So, thanks, Dad. You are great. You're fantastic. You're the best. And my mom would just be like really chill and like she'd be like, let's turn on Netflix. Yeah. Oh, no. TV turned off. It's no big deal. (laughs) Oh, crap. Oh, crap. We got to record this. Why does your mom have such a deep voice? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Mom, you don't have a deep voice. (laughs) Let's put this on TikTok. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. Um, Other reports include a tall, dark. They're going to call me after this. Yeah, they are. (laughs) Especially since my dad's completely caught up with us now. He's like, the heck? He calls me all the time and tells me things that like <laughs> that he liked on the show. Um, other reports include a tall, dark-haired man in the 1930s in a 1930s-styled suit has been seen. Also, running water, which is pretty common. Lights turning on in the middle of the night. Phones randomly ringing with no one on the other end. 
a baby's cry has nope. been heard in the children's play area, disembodied uh-uh. voices, and pictures have been captured of figures. And I'm, I'm sure, like, lots of EVPs, I'm sure, have been caught and whatnot. Because <clears throat> they do, they have done, like, paranormal investigations there. So, um, I wanted to do something different because I know this place has been covered a lot. And oh, okay. I don't think a lot of places have, or a lot of podcasts have, like, read customer reviews. Oh. So, I went on Yelp and typed Marie, in haunted. So, cool. so, I figured I would do that. So, this one says, the Queen Mary is so amazing and I can't wait to return. My girlfriends and I stayed there February 17th, 2013 and stayed in my room m001 let's just say what happened in our room surprised me and my friends the room was amazing as we stayed in the king harbor suite with an extra room for a third bed this place sounds amazing to stay in by the way yeah i'm actually going to ask my brother if he stayed there it's not open anymore oh never mind then. when did when would he have stayed there uh, a couple of years ago oh it may it may have been open i think it closed during covid Okay, because, um, yeah, this was before COVID. Uh-huh. Uh, he went down there. Uh, he went down there for his friends. He was getting honored for something. And uh, it, it was on a ship. Oh. Oh, oh, around a ship. It may have been that. They do events. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. You're fine. I'm going to text him. So, uh, the room was amazing as we stayed in the King Harbor suite with an extra room for a third bed. We fell asleep around 1130 p.m. and I all of a sudden opened my eyes at 1256 a.m. to see the sight of seeing the main lights on in the room. I was stunned and looked over at my girlfriend and she was asleep and my other girlfriend was snoring in the other room. So, it wasn't either of them. I woke up my girlfriend next to me and said, did you turn on the lights? She said, no. I said, well, somebody did. Uh, We then walked over to the light switch, which was a push button, and we tried to tap on it and make it come on, thinking it had a short, but nothing happened. We decided to try to fall back asleep, but before then, my friend told me that she had to turn the TV off six times (gasps) because it kept coming on. That's so annoying. (laughs) After finally falling asleep again, I was awakened by my girlfriend tapping on my shoulder and saying, the lights are on again. I freaked. Oh, my gosh. I looked at the time, and it was now 5.56 a.m., again, four minutes before the top of the hour. (gasps) How crazy is that? All right. Another review says, very cool experience. Visited the Queen Mary February February of 2018. I'm writing this review of my experience because of the haunted tour. They also have haunted tours, by the way. Nice. Um, I went into this tour halfway as a skeptic, but definitely left this place a full-on believer. (gasps) When we went into the room under the front deck of the ship, we heard screaming and banging on the pipes uh... coming from under us. No. Keep in mind that is that is an area that no one can get into during the same time we shut off all our phone lights and stood in silence i felt something lightly touch my back of no touch the back of my arm and i quickly turned on my flashlight come to find out no one was standing near me unfortunately i was so freaked out i didn't even think to record this experience when when we were near the pool area, we also experienced technical problems with our phones. That's normal with. Yep. Uh, we were trying to take pictures and our phones wouldn't save the pictures and kept closing out of the camera app. <gasps> Other like, than that. No evidence. No, swipe it. <laughs> swipe right. 
Other than that, the history and the beauty of the ship is an experience in itself. The tour guides were very informative and really knew their stuff. One of my favorite parts of the ship was the staircase. You can still see the indents on the floor from women's heels as that was the area where they would stand and chat and smoke. That's cool. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Ah. That's a fun... What Okay, this one says, what a beautiful, historical, definitely haunted ship. LOL. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> uh, my sister, myself, and our husbands decided to sightsee around the Queen Mary ship while waiting to board a carnival cruise. That's cool. Uh, we walked around the ship taking... Yeah, exactly. We walked around the ship taking pics while admiring all the photographs of famous passengers from the past. We had read about the ship's haunted history and found it somewhere Im- somewhere amusing to be on board of such a historical ship. While my sister and I wa- were in the ladies' room, I decided I would pretend to leave and then sneak and take a picture of my sister while hiding behind the exit wall. This is me <laughs> being an asshole in a haunted place and then something happening to me. <laughs> LOL. Later, when I looked at the photo, I saw a pair of eyes <gasps> up at the ceiling above my sister's head. That makes me want to throw up. Yeah. Uh, I have no doubt in my mind that paranormal spirits truly still reside there. And last one. Indeed, it is haunted. We love it. Um, I skipped a whole bunch of this one because it talked about how delicious the freaking food is and it made me hungry. So <laughs> the food's great there, apparently. Or it, it was. That's funny. Um, the room was very comfortable, but we were woken quite frequently by disembodied voices and doorknob rattling cool. and other strange sounds. It is seriously haunted, but nothing malicious. Just fun and a bit hair racing at times. Uh, take Matt's investig- investigative tour investigative tour at 11 p.m. Well worth it. Oh, that's cool. So fun fact about the Queen Mary. Okay. It was almost inspired. It almost inspired Walt Disney to create a haunted mansion at sea. <gasps> that would be so cool. So Walt Disney Company had become a leaseholder to the Queen Mary. So of they course. like actually like pretty much owned it. Um, they like inherited it from another company that they worked oh, okay. with um and they gave her a facelift and brought her back to her former glory opening her up to the public oh as like a 1930s themed uh ship and they had like dressed up actors and music and food that was all to the theme yeah you know disney disney um they even offered like free admission for those who got park tickets so oh. but it wasn't really a big hit Nobody really wanted to go to a 1930s themed ship over going to a ride in an amusement park. Sure. Um, I would do both. So, right? I would too. Sounds like so much fun. Yeah. Um, so they ended up dropping the lease as of like 1993 because it wasn't really that big of a deal. But um, I bet it would be yeah. now. Yeah. I would totally go on yeah. it. That sounds like a blast. Um, so as of today um, – not long ago, she was a wonderful place to tour, eat, and even stay in as a hotel. Um, but according to their website, they're closed. Oh, so I don't. I, bet I don't. It has to do with COVID. It says that they needed critical work done on the ship. I mean, yeah. it's been in salt water for however many years. Yeah, and it's probably got rust and super oh, bad yeah. stuff, like holes maybe. So they're probably patching up some 
much needed work but yeah it might not be reopening because of covid i don't know yeah um they probably took covid to to do all of that and yeah whatnot. yep but they they did like paranormal tours and like i said you could stay there as a hotel and they did like paranormal investigators go there and stuff so that's so cool yeah i i would love to stay there it, i would say it looks there. like a blast sounds like it's not super scary mm-hmm. as long as the children don't laugh i would even like to i want to learn more about the history i love that kind of stuff yeah <clears throat> i like the it just went through that other ship like butter yeah but I also like that she was like a cruise ship. Then she's like, sorry, peace. Gotta go to work. Gotta go to war. And then came back and she's like, pot of time. Yeah. I like that. That was the Queen Mary. Thank you. In Long Island, California. What up, California? California. We know how to party. My brother did not go to In that the one. city. City of Long Beach. Uh, he went to the USA Michael. Oh, cool. So, uh, do you have a true crime story for me? I do have a true crime story. <gasps> so, when I was like, murder on Google, which that's exactly how I search every murder story. Just murder. Murder. Okay. No. no. When, you pull it, when I pulled up Google, it was the Route 66. <gasps> uh, like, you know how Google has those little themes on its logo okay okay so it it was like no about route 66 and you like clicked it and it was a little video and i don't know if it was like the founding day of route 66 or whatever but i was like inspiration i bet there's murders on route 66 and there is so this is uh sorry sorry for my excitement i thought it was gonna be something else but now i'm i'm so excited so I don't know if there's more murders. I'm pretty sure there is. But this one happened in, like, Arizona area. So oh. I'm going to tell you. So Route we all know we can get our kicks on Route 66. It is a highway that spans across 2,448 miles of Damn. the western half of the United States. It's one of the first highways built here. It takes you from the Ozarks to L.A. June 6th of 1961, the it's Welsh... two days before my birthday. Happy birthday, Bree. Thanks. <laughs> the Welsh family, James and Eartha Marie, and their four sons, Jamie, Billy, Tommy, and Johnny. What? <laughs> like, I love the names. They're all very old school and very, basic. Very 60s. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ranged in the, the age ranged from 12 to 5 years old. They wanted to take a road trip from Spencer, Oklahoma, where they were from, to California to m- visit Eartha's mother in Tulare, California. It was going to be a long three days. Drive. I love a good road trip, though. I know. Maybe not three days. Not with your kids, though. Yeah. Ugh. No. <laughs> Unless they're older. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was going to be a 1,400-mile trip, but they said it was, like, long overdue. We need to go see Grandma, yada, yada, yada. She's going to die soon. She's probably going to die. So James Sr., also known as J.D., was a truck driver and saved up money to purchase a 1959 Oldsmobile sedan two weeks before their trip. So they're like, we're going to be comfy. We're going to be in in style. Look at them. The first night they stayed in Amarillo, Texas. Amarillo by morning. (laughs) I'm sorry. And the second night they first stopped... Uh, at Ash Fork, Arizona to get gas and a motel, but JD thought that the price was too high, so he's like, let's go to the next town. 
So they moved down 13 miles, still no motel. So they're like, we'll just pull over and sleep on the side of the road, which was exactly what their kids wanted to do because the kids got a uh, brought a backpack. Or why did I say backpack? A um, little tent, and they're like, "Can we please stay in the Aww. tent?" And they're they're like, "I don't know if we'll have a place to stay." <laughs> they're like, "But you can bring it anyways, whatever." Because we got this new sedan, we got plenty of room. <laughs> we got the new vehicle, but yeah. I guess you can ride in your or stay in your tent. <laughs> yeah. So they brought the tent, and they like kind of parked off. There's like rocks kind of blocking them from Route 66. Um, so the kids were super excited to sleep in. The parents slept in the in the car. Just before dawn, Johnny, the five-year-old, climbed out of the tent and went to the car to wake up his parents. You know, as, typical five-year-olds. Yeah, uh, but they wouldn't wake up, and they're he's like, "What's going on?" No. So he went to go back to the the tent to where his brothers were sleeping. He woke up the older ones, and he's like, "Mommy and." And daddy aren't waking up. Some, there's something on mommy's face. Oh, no. So Jimmy, the oldest, opened the car door and investigated. He discovered both his parents were cold and <sighs> lifeless and covered in blood. Oh. The boys walked to the highway and attempted to wave down a car. Um, they were waved, you know, they waved and screamed for about an hour. And finally, someone pulled over to help them. And that person was John Kramer. Don Kramer. The boys shouted, you know. To go, you know, go check on my parents. There's something wrong with them. So Don obviously was like, yeah, we need to call 911. So he probably either, it did, I couldn't find out if he uh, went to those roadside assistance phone booths. Or, oh, like the ones they had on the side yeah, of the road. Yeah, or There were no cell phones then. There, there were no cell phones. Or if he like drove to the closest gas station booth, or something yeah, like that. Oh, yeah. So... But he called 911, and uh, Arizona Highway Patrolman arrived at the scene shortly after 6 a.m. He discovered that Eartha and J.D. Welch died from a gunshot wound. And then the county sheriff responded, uh, and, um, sorry, the county sheriff responded for backup, and uh, the sheriff's deputy was like right behind him. So everyone showing up to this this murder scene. Um, the officers requested the assistance of a Dr. A.J. Gungle as well. Gungle. Gungle. Not Jungle Bree. Oh. Gungle. Welcome to the Gungle. Welcome to the Gungle. We got fun, fun and games. games. We got, no, it wouldn't be guns, fun and games because he's Gungle. Yep. So he's off brand. So we got mediocre games and carrots carrots because carrots are definitely not fun <laughs> i don't know why I said that. and carrots <laughs> so uh mr and mrs welsh had been shot in their sleep at close range with a 22 caliber weapon jd likely heard the shots because of the way that his body was positioned and it looked like he had been like had defense wounds on him how did the kids not hear it you know, I was wondering that. So I don't know how your kids sleep, but my kid is in <laughs> deep sleep. Mine are not. <laughs> oh, Alice will sleep through. She could sleep through a freight train. Um, Good to know. But also the highway, maybe. Yeah, is like that's kinda true. Loud. Like muffling the noise. Yeah. And yep. another sense. thing would they're be. They're out in the open. The kids are, and then the car isn't. So the sound may have been secluded just to, I don't know. 
So JD likely heard the sh- oh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they had been dead since about two two a.m. And if the motive was robbery, the guy was terrible at it because the wife was still clutching onto her pop like purse, and uh, she still had all of her jewelry on her. So he sucks yeah she and the the purse had 147 dollars in it her expensive jewelry was untouched um and the only thing that was taken was jd's wallet which had 60 dollars oh my gosh 60 dollars you took those kids parents away from them for 60 bucks what a piece of trash yep so the medical examiner performed an autopsy and uh he mrs welsh received four shots to the head or sorry, excuse me. Uh, JD received four shots to the head and Eartha three. So he really kind of did Dang. overkill on that. Yeah, yeah. Um, the That's boys, <laughs> along with their deceased parents, were transported to Prescott, Arizona, and their aunt came and picked up the boys. So I just can't imagine. That's just awful. Yeah. The FBI performed ballistic testing on the twenty-two caliber slugs, but no real evidence presented itself. Uh, law enforcement, as well as residents of Siegelman, Arizona, searched desperately for the murderer. They were, like, shook. So, um, and the police did arrest a couple of suspects, actual several of them, and nothing stuck. None of the evidence would stick, so they had to let them go. Or I should say charges. On June 8th, 1961. This is my birthday. <laughs> Sorry. Well, this is a really sad part for your birthday. Oh. Uh, the same night as the murders... Oh, because the mur- they they set out they started on June sixth. Oh no, they I'm died sorry. on your birthday. It's yeah, National Friendship Day as well. I'll be your friend. Thank you. <gasps> You're a friend of the world. I am. Oh my gosh. The same night as the murders, a waitress named Birdie worked her shift at Johnson's Coffee Shop in Siegelman. Early in the evening, a young diner came in and ordered coffee. However, he only had a nickel to his name. So Interesting. Yeah, Birdie felt sorry for him, and she's like, boo, I got you. Oh, Birdie. Yeah. yeah. He's like, can I have coffee? And she's like, I got it. I got it. Keep Don't the worry. change, Keep honey. Keep the change. I, got, I, love the, I love the wink. Yeah. <laughs> um. But then he came back around two to two thirty to three o'clock in the morning. This is the um, same day. Yeah, the same night. Right, right. Um, immediately after the murders, and I mean, obviously she didn't know that the murders happened. Right, but right, right, right. He came in again, and he's like, "I got a crisp twenty dollar bill. Can I get a full meal with some tomato juice, honey?" And mm-hmm. she's like, the heck? I just bought you coffee, yeah. and now you have $20? Right. You going to hmm. buy Birdie a cup of coffee now? Yeah, seems sus, but all right. <laughs> so Birdie thought the whole thing was sus. Yeah. The man, the money, and even the time of the day, she's like, why are you coming in and getting tomato juice at 3 o'clock tomato in the morning? Juice. It's 3 o'clock in the morning, dude. What are you doing? <laughs> What's with the tomato juice? Well, maybe maybe all that blood just made him want some tomato 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 juice. Was it tomato it's juice? Tomato juice. He wanted tomato juice. Yeah, yeah. Tomato juice. Tomato juice. Who just comes in and orders? He tomato wanted some juice? B8 and 
why? Why he would gotta you come get and the grab? Ve- he's got to get his vegetables in. He's Just like, can I get a pound? Really random. I want a pound of bacon and some tomato juice to level it out. And all the cholesterol. bacon and eggs you have, please. <laughs> no, I please. know what I'm up. I know what I'm about. I know son. what I'm about, son. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, she's like, that's really weird. So when she got home from work, she was telling her husband, like. This guy, like, I bought him coffee, felt sorry for him, and then he comes in and, and gives me 20 bucks and asks for a meal and tomato juice. Isn't that weird? He ordered tomato juice, and the husband's like, whoa, that's super weird. Super weird. Sorry, hun. I hope you have a good night. I'm <laughs> off to work because it's morning time now. Thanks for the gossip. Yeah. And so then she's like, all right, bye. Have a great day. Being the officer... And he's like, all right, hon. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. And guess what his first call was that morning? Oh. The murder. Tomato juice guy. Tomato juice guy. <laughs> so uh, he's like, whoa, this is weird. So the unnamed diner drifted from south to Phoenix on June 21st. He robbed and shot a gas station attendant named Edward Smith. Then he headed to Fort Scott, Kansas. Did he kill him? Yes. Okay. Um, then he headed to Fort Scott, Kansas, where he was apprehended because he shot that guy. And, and the interrogation revealed two things. His name was James Abner Bentley, and he was an Siegelman on the night of J.D. and Eartha's What murder. a coinkydink. Mm-hmm. So James Bentley a- attempted suicide twice in the Kansas jail, but was unsuccessful. And mind you, so he's, he got arrested for not their murders. He got arrested for this other... Okay. Uh, for the... Gas station get, murder. Right. And uh, he Bentley admitted that he and his friend Fred Waldo participated in the attempted murder in Phoenix. And officers learned that... Waldo. <laughs> <laughs> officers learned that Bentley was wanted in Fresno, California for the robbery and killing of a liquor store owner, Homer Brian May. Bentley Bentley and Waldo were tried in California for that murder, and both of them were found guilty. Waldo received a life sentence, and Bentley got off, uh, got the death penalty. Good. Yep. So Bentley was confined in San Quentin State Prison while he waited for his date in California's gas chamber. He bragged to a fellow prisoner about killing a family out in California or er, out in Arizona, and how he didn't kill the children. Oh my gosh! You're a saint. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry for yelling He's in everyone's like, ears. Yeah, I I killed these people on Route 66, but, but I didn't t- kill their children. I didn't kill the children. So guess what? I'm still going to heaven. Yep. Uh, (laughs) and so obviously when word got around to the officers and to the detectives they're like hmm that sounds like something that lines exactly sounds exactly like the welsh's murders and the tomato juice Mm -hmm. (laughs) so california officers sent a photograph to uh, miss birdie the coffee shop lady (gasps) and she's like oh my gosh that is a guy that totally swindled me out of a cup of coffee and so uh she's like or they were like yeah that's definitely probably the the murderer definitely probably (laughs) (laughs) 
Bentley was charged with a homicide, but he was never tried because he was already on death, death row. row. Okay. Yeah. After all, you can't kill a man twice. True that. And a uh, trial would have been a waste of time in that part. And money. Yes, and money. So for this reason, some authors, some you know people that read about this and investigate this, um, mur- these murders say that it's still considered unsolved, but it's pretty solved. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, because he was never actually held accountable for the murders. Uh, He died by execution on January 23rd, 1963. It's my mom's birthday. Aw. Sorry. He was only 27 years old. So, yeah, the boys settled into their new lives in California where they were well adjusted. Years went by and the world had forgotten, you know, the way that his parents, their parents had died. Um, and the killer who left, who left them to be, to discover the tragedy. Um, and a lot of the residents of Siegelman though, still remember the four of orphans that were left on route 66. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's sad, but that's good that they were never forgotten by them. Yep. And so that, that's the route 66 murders. That was a good one. Yeah. I mean, awful, but that was a good one. I liked it. Uh... I tomato like the juice tomato guy. juice, yes. <laughs> damn, that damn tomato juice guy swindled me out of a cup of coffee. Could you imagine, like, you're just, like, telling your husband, like, oh, it's so, the whole situation is just weird. And he's, like, packing his lunch, and he's like, mm-hmm, because she's all riled up from a night shift, and, you know, just really getting it and he's just like mm, nice honey Great. he's pouring his thermos of coffee and he's like all right we'll love you kiss on the day. cheek and then he walks out and he gets a call and they're like murder on route 66 and he's like what and he's like whoa tomatoes tomato, tomato juice, juice guy, guy. <laughs> <laughs> i love it <laughs> So, anyways, I hope yeah. that they, if there's a documentary out there, I hope the tomato juice is included in that. I, if it's not, it's not the whole story. I'm calling the whoever does it, producers, and telling them, look, yeah. you missed a very important fact. The one of the main characters, tomato juice. Yes, not <laughs> tomato soup. Tomato juice. It was tomato juice. Yes. <laughs> Do you want to hear a neighborhood story? Yes. <laughs> um. So this. I found this on Google, and it is just a sticky note that some guy left on someone else's apartment door. Okay. And it said, hey, did you guys move? Your Wi-Fi isn't working anymore. (laughs) Hope it's crossed out. You're okay. XO Nick. (laughs) Nick. (laughs) Buddy. learned how to who, who uses other people's wife i don't use other i don't people's i've Wi-Fi. never used other people yeah, i can't Wi-Fi. even reach like i can see it on my phone but like i can't i, I would them. never be able to yeah yeah we have a guest wi-fi but we don't ever use it oh. i don't know it's just something that was offered just offered and just threw it on there yeah made like, you feel more luxurious luxurious yes like if our guests want to log into our wi-fi they can type in this password <laughs> we have a we had our smaller christmas tree that we had had it's that nothing to do with this, but we had we have our big Christmas tree that we just got yeah. like a year ago, and then we have our small little tiny puny Christmas tree. Yeah, and now we can use that as our second Christmas tree, and it makes us makes us feel very like yes important and luxurious Correct. and like fancy. Yeah, it's just little things like that yeah. that make you feel like you have 
your your money the luxury or yes it's like oh i'm i'm rich i have two christmas trees <laughs> as we're living in middle class <laughs> as as that christmas tree was like 20 bucks and i bitch every single sorry i bitch every single year i have to put it up because it has the fake snow on it and it gets everywhere but it's so pretty it is so pretty especially with white lights i need to get a new christmas tree this year yes you do i, I threw mine out last year good then now you'll be forced to get one yeah that's i was like no we're not doing this because last year i was like no, I'll just throw it away when I get the new one. Don't so this do year, it. I was like, threw it out. Yep. And I'm so proud of myself. Good job, buddy. Until Christmas rolls around and they're like $400 a piece. <laughs> Maybe they'll go on sale over summer online or something. That's what I'm going to keep. Like it. on those deals, on yeah. those Facebook deals. I'm going to keep checking because uh, I don't want to fork out 400 bucks. Yeah, I don't blame you. Me neither. I, did I tell you I tried to buy one from Lowe's when we came back from... Uh, California there mm. was like there was one flocked tree left at Lowe's and it was like on display and I tracked they were like I don't know you'd have to talk to this person in that department because we can't just like sell you things on display normally and I was like okay so I went down and I tracked this guy down and I was like listen I want to buy that that display and he's like no it's mine and I was like well, like, what do you mean it's yours? And he said, I literally brought it from home and put oh. it on display for fun. <laughs> and I was like, how much can I pay you for it? I will, like, give you $250. You should have told him your story. I should have. He, oh, that would probably would have, like, cried and then, like, you can have it for you free. You can have it for free. <laughs> no, I, like, I was, like, offering him, like, 250 bucks for it because that's what I was willing to pay. And he's like, no, my wife would kill me. And he's like, don't bring it <laughs> Why to Why did you bring it Lowe's. to work? Don't bring it to Lowe's. During the Christmas season. <laughs> I, I was so mad. It was after Christmas. What? You ding dong. <laughs> Wait, no, it wasn't after Christmas because Rick wasn't here. But it was like Christmas season. Oh, yeah. see? Could have used the sap story and everything. <sighs> I I like to save it for reasons. Yeah, good <laughs> More reasons. important reasons. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. I would too. <laughs> All right, we're going to get out of here. Yeah. Um, till, oh, here, this is you. <laughs> so listen, you can find us on all the platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google, Audible, wherever. Uh, please you review and rate us on iTunes. It really helps us. I believe you can also review and possibly definitely rate and possibly review on um, Audible and Spotify. Also follow us and like us on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at WWTN Podcast. Our website is what's with the neighbors.com. And on there you can find a link to our merch and on our merch uh website or merch page right now you can find a link to our paint night which yes is, sign up for the paint night guys it's coming up in yes. about two weeks yep and uh you can also get ten dollars off yep capital all capital letters sassy and then the number 10 yep sassy 10 s-a-s-s-y and our paint night's gonna be awesome it's uh we're gonna have a paint an instructor from yay maker or formerly known as paint night and she's going to instruct us how to paint a sassy squash. We're going to have some fun. We're going to chat with you guys, tell short stories, whatever. Just hang out. So, And it's all virtual also. Yep. yep. So, and anyone can join anywhere. It'll be at 4 p.m. May 21st, Saturday. Yep. And then you can also find a That's link. That's Alaska time, by the way. Sorry. Correct. Alaska time. It's 3 o'clock, 5 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, you can find our Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash WWTN podcast. On there, you can be on our donor bus. For $3 a month, you get exclusive content. And for $5 a month, you can get... Oh, yeah. You can get exclusive content and ep- our episodes unedited and videoed. Feel free to slide into our DMs with any questions, comments, story suggestions, and your own personal paranormal or true crime stories. We strive once a month to have listener episodes. And our email is wwtnpodcast at gmail.com. And have you checked in on the neighbors? What's with the neighbors? Bring, Bring Amy out. out. What's with the neighbors? Yeah. Happy Mother's Day, moms. Yeah. Happy Mother's Day. I hope you, you guys-, guys are chillax and drinking your mimosas yeah just have a great day yeah yeah relax